Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to another episode of the Racing Previews Podcast. Obviously it's Expressway Stakes and Australia Stakes Day this weekend, 1200 metre Group 2s and we've also got a pretty big meeting over there in Hong Kong. Um, two Group 1s, we see a massive clash between the big three and then we've got the first leg of the three-year-old series over the mile. Fellas, Nick McWalter and Will Alford, happy Australia Day. It's been a pretty good one, hasn't it? Yeah, all right. Sure has. Happy to be back. Punners are happy. Trumpet. It's about time, oh, isn't it? I don't need to blow any trumpets. <laughs> I'm just back. That's all the punners didn't know. I'm back. I think I'm back here back in presence. Oh, I'm not talking about the pun. I'm just... Nico's back. Nico the King's back. Yeah. <laughs> King's Gambit's back. Nico's back. It's just a weekend for the Kings. Jace is back weekend. as well. We can hear him in the background. Oh, He's yeah. Yep, yep, yep. A couple of Scotch yeah. and Cokes for the great man. Yep, 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 yep. I have a listen to him. Will Bot Alfred, how'd you go today on the Rex Hunt? Uh, it was a bit of a fill up, to be honest. <laughs> bit of a Thursday feel. Yeah. Um, Hanging Rock Cup, five dollars <laughs> into two dollars thirty, pissed in. <laughs> what was it called? Banner. Bannerton. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I backed another thing that came fifty-two lengths last. So. Probably just know. a note, little note for the punters. When you see Harry Coffee in the form guide riding at a country meeting. And not riding in town, mm. yeah. just back him. That's yeah. all. I'll, if I'm if I'm having a bet somewhere or something like that, and Harry's riding out in the bush, if you back him most of the time for the day, you'll probably end up in front. I think he rode a treble or something. Something yeah. in the last for his old man about six bucks, one by three. He's just he's a cheat he's code because he's a, he's a genuine city jockey and a good yeah. one at that. 
God bless him. Zoom yesterday. He's got a margin on them. All right, let's chat um, quickly today. It, it was racing at Sandown. God bless Sandown. Save Sandown. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> obviously, there were some good winners today. We'll quickly go through. I just want to give a quick race by race summary. Wahini Toa, we won't spend too much time on the first two, but obviously Wahini Toa is a mare in good form. She wins again. Wishaw Law Lass. Um, Simon Wild Horse now unbeaten three out of three was an impressive win and we got straight into the Good listed horse. stuff um the instructor went around as an even money favorite geordie childs <laughs> took it straight to the front again and proved too good those are what so we bad think? those two-year-olds are so bad yeah obviously and they're me, not great on both divisions but what else is there in victoria right now i don't know but the, the amigo the thing was like back to 20s into um sixes is I don't know, I reckon that thing would have won. But it doesn't oh, that got scratched at the gates. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, uh, I don't know. Win. I think I think a cre- bit of credit needs to be given to the instructor. No. He's a good horse. And no, he's not. He's Well, at the moment, Wilbur, until someone beats him here, he deserves to be the top seed in Melbourne. That was a, that was a poor race. That was... He can only do... Figures. He can only do what he has to do. He's... He's beaten the opposition. They served him up. I know it's not rating schmatings, but it wasn't last start, and he came out and won again today. The market was rock solid. The big boys obviously think that he's good enough of a horse. They kept him pretty safe. If he wasn't, if he was squibby, they would have let you on, and they didn't. He was rock solid in the market. So yeah, you definitely can't. I know him. He's, he's doing. I know he's done everything right, and he's now two out of two. Led both from the front. Gay's got a decent opinion. Um, the Sonic Boom was the filly. She was also really good. I think there was a lot more pressure in the Phillies division. I haven't obviously we haven't been able to suss the ratings yet, but she was pretty good. She looks like she'll definitely get twelve hundred meters. That's probably the only knock on the instructor. Can he lead all the way and sustain that pressure in a blue diamond with an extra two hundred meters? Not sure. Of four weeks. Yeah. All this depends what happens. If I still think the bet right now in the in the diamond is done Depends what comes. I think he'll come. I don't mm. think... But then they're also saying that they're going to have that stay inside preparation, so it's hard to bet. You probably can't bet at the moment because... Just bet on the day. Like it, the interesting move I thought today in the diamond market was Barber. He was smacked and there's been no talk of him coming to the diamond. Or well, not that I had heard anyway. And he was, he was an interesting move, but yeah, I don't... Someone know. knows something there. Well, yeah, right. potentially. Let's keep going through the car. Blowing won the fifth. We don't need to speak about that race. Star Patrol <laughs> won the WJ Adams Stakes, listed over a thousand meters. How'd they bet three dollars? Um, yeah, some really interesting betting moves here. Obviously, Stra- Dragonstone was, I think, as much as ten dollars into five dollars on the lead. Got into as short as three dollars eighty, which meant Star Patrol got out to three dollars and jumped three thirty on the fair. <sighs> Lewis and this was a serious win. What do we think? Um, the change-up speed. The change-up speed when like Mellon gave him a squeeze. It yeah. just exploded. He still races a little bit. Like He still lays in a little bit. Still lugs in, yeah. He, he, still, he still looks a bit like his action's not all there. But if he p- puts it all together, my word, he's definitely going to be a group on spinner, I reckon. Hundy. So, yeah. Oakley played into the new market is where we think he'll go next. 1,100 metres. 
Um, I think Sandown suits him a lot more than what Caulfield would have. So he's kind of blessed to be where he is right now, with obviously Caulfield being out of action. The Manfred was taken out by Jackano, another horse, another class horse who got out to a very backable price. It looked, it didn't look great on the corner, but Frosty had to switch a couple of lanes towards the inside and the horse picked up and did the rest. I still big, didn't want to go early car. on the big line, car. but what do we make of the win? Just job done? Oh, it was tradesman's like. I don't think you can say anything else about it, but yeah, I don't know. Some horses just... <laughs> Some horses know where the post is and some horses don't. And he's, he's got art, I suppose. I reckon he wants I don't know. don't know if he deserves to be $3.80 favourite versus $5 on Thunderstruck next start in the group one, but Agree. Better, better class of race. Um, better class of race, there'll be probably a touch more tempo and whatever, but he's what, what not price, a horse. That, what, 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 what race is he $3.80 in? The he's going to the CF4 next stuff. If you're taking three dollars eighty right now for Jack and yeah. Owen the Orc, give yourself an uppercut. Seriously. Yeah. On three six five there's four four fifty equal favours, but there's no real value in that price those prices anymore. No. Like no. the the win was pretty bad. You beat Bank Moore Merchant something, I don't even know what's the name. Royal Merchant. Yeah. Royal Merchant. Yeah. Proper numbers. I'll tell you tell you what. At when Frosty was like in behind, and I see Royal Merchant amble up after I've been on this thing <laughs> the last three starts. Yeah. The bloke at the bloke at Starcast told me the night before. He said, uh, "Yeah, he's a good horse. This, that, the rest." And I said, Mate, "He's he's no good." And I thought, "Oh, I can just see Carmel's going to bite me in the ass." But luckily, luckily he found uh, he found the line first. Royal Merchant didn't even make good. it to the. He didn't even make it to the Guineas race. He didn't even get in. To the no, race. but he was telling. He was telling me that he was a good horse. And yeah. I said to him, "No, you're kidding yourself." I reckon. I reckon Bankmore is going to win a good race one day. Yeah, he's a good horse. And you were saying you reckon Jack and I is a miler plus. Will? Yeah, he's related to Inference, and um, uh, Elation, on the yeah, damn right. side. He wants... Inference. He was a good off horse, wasn't he? No, Inference was the. Um, He's the uh, inference is the the half to um no he's full brother to Alation. Inference, inference right, the, right. the horse that won the Derby, the AJC Derby. Oh yeah, I think I think I remember who you mean now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the other smart winner at the end of the day was Gentleman Roy. He won the John Dillon Stakes, fourteen hundred meter listed. He carried talking the weight about, first up. Talking about big hearts, fifty nine and a half kilos, and we've kind of seen him do this before. Um, most of his good wins have come probably second up, third up, later in the prep, but he did have, I think, a class edge on these today, and when Dawn Passage sidled up to him, he just thought, no, nah, he's going to find again here, and he did exactly that. Little trumpet, I did say to the boys in the chat that it was a two-horse race, there was only one danger to Gentleman Roy, and it was Dawn Passage. Dawn Passage. And he's a proper pretender, Dawn Passage. He's had every possible to go run past him if he had a heart. He doesn't. Yeah, I think straight after the he's race... He's had every part... He's had every possible. Yeah, I think straight after the race, um, Hutchie, they, they crossed to Hutchie and he goes, oh, gentlemen, boy, too, too good. Dawn Passage, never again. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously had him on top. Um, it, was, it, was on, it was on pace today, so he was suited by that. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah, I don't think you need to start life. just ripping treads off him, Will, but he's a good horse. No, I'm not saying no. It's just you make your own luck when you're up on speed. You can if he goes to Flemington or something up in grade next start, I'll be against him. 
Well, he'll probably go to the Group Ones, won't he? I think. I think yeah. the the thing against him is he probably missed his chance to go to the Rupert Clark last year. He just missed the field, mm. and then it was a wet track anyway. That seems well, his type of race, and now he's probably going to have to take I missed the, the end of the. Uh, I missed the end of the. Oh, the interview with JD. They're going somewhere in the Doncaster of their dreams. That's where really? they're aiming up for. He can't win that. Well, he probably yeah, he right. probably can't win an aura futurity either. Maybe probably can't win. It. Probably can't win a Doncaster anyway. The Graves if he gets there. I don't know. I I, I, I would I would I would take him to the Owen futurity. But look at a horse like um, Streets of Avalon, who won those races when it was just mm. mad on pace bias, and the other horses weren't fit yet. Caulfield different though. Caulfield is yeah, a little but, bit different, but still. Yeah, but he um he had to beat Super Seth. He will have to beat um Thunderstruck and a few other ones. Yeah, true. Super Seth was a good horse. No, it was alright, but he wasn't he wasn't um Thunderstruck. Yeah, I'd still be targeting the fourteen hundred meter Sandown Group Ones with him because he's fourteen hundred meter horse. This is his distance. He'll probably get a dry track, and as you said, it was a little bit on speed today. So if he fills a hole there, he's done his job. Mm. Alright, shall we get into the preview of the weekend? Um, obviously, I, I kind of touched on it today. Today was probably the day I was more keen compared to the weekend, and I think you boys are the same. Mm. But we will crack in. I still think there's a few good ones on the weekend. Yeah, I do. It's going to be as very well. selective. I just, I just think the overall cards on some of the meetings is oh, pretty pretty trash. Probably probably only two more weeks before we actually get some proper proper racing again, but. Anyway, Mooney Valley, for, for the time being, the times will remain the same, despite the fact that it's going to be 35, 36 degrees. It's going to be nice and hot. Um, rail stays in the true position, and it's actually been racing pretty fair at the moment. Marty's got it as a soft five. No doubt it'll be a good four come race one, and it'll potentially be upgraded to a good three midway through the card. Race one, 2,500-meter benchmark 100. Bot, you've found one, I believe. Yeah, Princess Rayoness. Um, she's got a pretty scary map, but I think she's going to improve, improve sharply up to 2,500 metres. She's a full sister to Jon Snow, who won the, the AJC Derby and, and was a pretty good horse, 2,000 metres and upwards. Um, Moody had a, a good enough opinion of her to um, descend into the Vine Rear, only her third ever start. So, uh, yeah, she's improved every single time she's got up to 2,000 metres. And, and like the last start, they put the blinkers on her. And she, um, and she just exploded. Like she travelled all over them, and, and she, she ran the sixteenth fastest last one hundred of the meeting. And she, yeah, I, I think the map, the map is ob- the obvious query. If they're, they're running fast time, good track, scary. But um, yeah, I, I price the four dollars is a decent enough price. I thought for her. Yeah. She always had that win coming in. Her, you kind of felt like, and yeah. she's up to full fitness now, and. I, th- I think she might drift too. So, yep. I think they might just come for swords drawn. But, but the the map for it is like barrier eight. I don't know if they sneak or they go for. It's interesting. It's the battle and, of the apprentices here with yeah. Heffel versus Gordray, which yeah. obviously wouldn't attract a lot of people. But full full credit to them. <laughs> Nico, any the any thoughts in the first? Or are we going to race four? Been it. Oh, race four is a benchmark 70. No, race two, oh. race two. Oh, you got one in race two? Go on. Yeah, I'm going to be a little forgiving of uh, Matron Bullwinkle's disappointing efforts last start. We get a key jockey change, cartwheels off. 
to Zara on, who's going just as good as anyone. Um, I think he'll just have to get into a nice little position from out there, but um, in these staying races, he's well, he's the best jockey in this race anyway, but you just leave it up to him and, and he'll find a way. He's got to look at his ride on Ain't No Deal Done last week and... Yeah, I think he'll replicate something simpler here. I think six dollars fifty is a fair enough price. I think he's probably the best horse in this race, and I think he's probably a little bit better than Benchmark she. Seventy Grade. Man, man, man. She's better than she. um, this grade. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm disrespecting the SP profile from last start of two dollars ten, and it come out of that good race at Packenham. Uh, just being nosed out by Flash Feeling, who obviously then went on to win again, and who was that other good horse that ran third that day? Ollie rode it. Just had too much work to do. Yeah, what was Braden the start. Braden start. Yeah, the import. Yep. I want to say something in this race. If Liberated Girl gets a run, I'll be having a bet, but she's fourth emergency. Yeah, but, unlikely. Um, she can stick it. I think the danger in the race is uh, Black Queen. No, it's um, got none from the will improve. Will improve second up comes out of that decentish race, sixteen to two thousand second up, but fourteen dollars. No, if, if there's going to be a horse that's going to run over the top of me, you, you just know it's going to be that deep bloke. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we haven't mentioned is how badly slaughtered Matron Bullwinkle was last start, which is probably why yeah. her price. You take, the ride was holding, fine. Holding okay, so you take you take last start out of it. And it comes in with a two six one two. What price? I don't know. Probably the same as what it is now. No. No way. A bit shorter. No way. I'm gonna say four dollars. It would be favourite. Yeah. yeah. Four dollars, I reckon. Yeah. I think Glentanius can improve as well, but it needs to Who? position. Glen Glentanius import. The it was pretty good late. Yeah. Well. That'd be rather fitting if Cartwheels got the ass off this thing. <laughs> Runs over the <laughs> yeah. but, right, we're but, spending way too much time. Yeah, on a no, let's go. Over 2040 meters. The best race of the day is the next race we're going to preview. Race four, I believe it is. Yeah, thousand meter benchmark yeah. seventy eight. The favourites are Spacewalk and Bistro. Two dollars eighty, no. three dollars seventy. I think Spacewalk is entered in uh, Sydney as well, but I believe you boys are very keen on number four, Command Approved. Tell us why. You go first, Bob. Oh, I'm not very keen, but... I'm... Oh, well, I'll go then. I'm very keen. <laughs> Easy race. Jump lead. Win from one. Shinny on. This horse been super this prep. Two from two. Um, and finally did it on the clock. Last start, which I know Will was... That's why Will was starting to come with. Because he, <laughs> he had to do it on the clock for old Wilbur over here. Um, 4.8 lengths above. Last start. Um, the jury's out with Spacewalk. I backed him last start. Yes, he was a tad unlucky, but I still think he tad. didn't didn't want to take didn't want to take the brave gap and uh, and have a dip. I think Bistro PR'd last start and it's fresh only for mine. So yeah, command approved. Um, I hope Spacewalk runs here because I'm certainly not probably going to back him in Sydney. I've had enough of him, and I know he definitely can't win here, but. Yep, command approve, $4, best of the day for me. Yeah, sort of agree. Um, he's a big green um, gelding, and he put it all together last start and run a big rating. Sh- shut up. <laughs> That's horrible. 
He's drawn one and can um, can lead and follow the rail, and I think it'd be pretty hot on a good on a good track. It'd be thirty four degrees, so the the track will be fast and they'll be running fast time. And I think he's yeah. He put down a rating last start. It was he he he's actually improved since he's um he's he's left left the Gay Waterhouse stable, which is surprising. But I think that's just got to do with maturity and. And uh, yeah, I think suited to a thousand meters. Unlike Spacewalk, who I hope runs here, but um, yeah, I think Spacewalk will just be outpaced over a thousand meters and, and a be given a little bit too much to do. And, and Bistro was absolutely gifted last start, and um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Bistro started double figures. I think it's got none, and I think <laughs> Fission is the blowout in the race. Yeah, well, and he'll blow um, himself up pre-race anyway. So yeah, don't have to worry about that's it. exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. He's, he gets real hot and sweaty. He gets real hot and sweaty on a 20 degree day. How's he going to go when it's 34? Yeah. So if if you see him starting to lather up the the white stuff in the yard, then just put a pen through him. I thought thought he should be favourite. Yeah, I can can definitely come with you there with a command approved, to be honest. Gate one, we'll lead again. And shit goes on. Yeah, huge. I don't have anything else until the Australia stakes. Do you boys have anything in five, six? No, Moody what? Valley is dead set disgusting. Like, if you're betting there Come all on. day, every single Come race. Hey, no Moody Valley slander, Come please. Oh, Come it on is now. horrible. Hey, that's enough. Do you want free tickets this week or what? <laughs> I'm not going. It's 34 for degrees. For you and all your mates. <laughs> all right. Race 7 is the Group 2 Australia Stakes. It's over 1,200 metres. Um, Bo Rosser has come out, so he will stay in Adelaide, I believe. Will Clark and will split his pair. We'll go through the market quickly. Jigsaw two eighty, Snapper four dollars, Trath four eighty, Eclipse around seven fifty. Number three, Ironclad is nine fifty, and then you've got the two WA horses. Can they get themselves out of the chair, Western Empire and Superstorm? Um, look, there is a fair bit of speed here, mostly from the top two favourites in Jigsaw and Snapper. I kind of wanted to lean towards backing Snapper here. Um, this horse absolutely flies the valley. He's had seven starts for four wins and a placing. He wasn't actually beaten that far in a group one William Reed at Wait for Age. Um, he was terribly in at the weights there. He was given some of them, you know, 20, 20 ratings points, maybe even more, and he ran super. Um, he's added a new string to his bow by winning down the straight. He's won twice down the straight um, in the last couple of months. He beat Rose Quartz last start. And I just think he's the one mostly suited to 1,200 metres. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to lead or if Jigsaw is going to lead. I'm not sure if you boys have much many opinions there. But I think these two are going to be a fair way in front of the pack. And I just think Snapper is going to be the one who can pour the pressure on and sustain that run out to 1,200 metres. I thought Churath looked incredibly short at $4.80. I thought yeah. um, that the my market looks pretty much identical to the to the actual market I thought Jigsaw was the right favourite um, I think he's, he's run pretty much the same rating last three starts and 1200 is a little bit scary I thought but on a fast track it should be leading um, Snapper I hated um, complete PR last start at Flemington they walked and she out sprinted them um, I know she's got good track and trip figures so they could keep why do you see on the press spot because it's a horrible meeting <laughs> I don't want to bet here. I don't like it. You've had a fill up today and you sound like you're about yeah. to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, no, um, yeah, so um, I'm against Snapper and um, Chirath, uh goes all right at 1,200 metres but still not good enough. A horse 
Uh, it might sound stupid, but the horse I think is flying is Western Empire. Ran 33 flat last 600 metres at Flemington um, in an on-pace dominated race. It was completely unsuited. It was a stupid race. Um, there's a bit more pressure here. If they, they go too fast, he I think he'll be the run. The one running over the top, if they if he drifts, which I hope he does, and I'll, I'll have something small on, but um, other than that, I'm not really interested in Benny here. Yep, I'm enough. interested. I'm going with Benny. Snap-off for me. Uh, still not See, convinced. This, this never I'm... happens. Once you pen a horse and say they're hateful, you rarely ever go back <laughs> on them. So I do. I, I'm liking He's this. had a freshen up. I have. I've got a new perspective on things coming back fresh. That was actually all. You can thank Star Patrol today. It's all. It's all. Him. God bless his cotton socks. Um, Snapper. Well, there's no. There's no hiding from the fact that we've loved this horse and we've piled in multiple times to him. None more than when he failed last start at the Valley. Um. Since then. Excuses, yeah, excuses. Since then, he's had two subsequent wins at HQ, which is another string to his bow, because I thought he was a Mooney Valley only horse, and he's beaten Najim Sahail, given him three kilos, who then come out and has won subsequent once or twice since. He was never going to win that race. Um, the Invincible Caviar won that day, and he was still only beaten two and a half lengths, so still a credible run, and yeah, and he was good last start. Um, yeah, I've, I, at least I know this horse is going to run 1,200 metres. As you said, Benny, he was only beaten just under three lengths in a group one here. I'm not convinced Jigsaw's genuine, even though he's won the last three. He hasn't, he hasn't beaten him. Like, he's beaten Sartorial Splendor, Rose Quartz, and Shimino. I'd just about beat them, so... Um, <laughs> And I can't have a bar of Churath. I think she's Chur, whatever however you say her name. I think she's second up. And I she's think she'll be run off her legs. That's she's a fourteen hundred meter horse to start with. Yeah. Don't get sucked into that win that she had at uh, Geelong that day. Yeah, that was a twenty out of ten by Frosty. Yeah, and she was also second up there. Yeah, and it was against nothing. She beat Jump the Broom, who's also a myth. So, yeah, I think uh, I think four dollars twenty is a good enough bet. For for the sake of uh, future races, I do hope Western Empire shows something. Because he's obviously a, a good horse. Mm. He's shown a lot of promise. It's going to be a real shame if he goes ass up after all the politics he's had to go through in his career. Mark's over, over here, there. There's intent. Zaz on. You have to think he. This, you want to see a good run from him, and he goes. He's the fit horse into the ore. In a couple of weeks' time, third up, try and catch a nap in a little bit. Yeah, it is almost day day for some of these West, uh, Western Australian horses. But these three some wild horses have got to start lifting, otherwise they'll be back in the buddy benchmark sixty eights with Pikey <laughs> on them shortly. All right, uh, race eight is a twelve hundred meter benchmark seventy. I'm not sure if you guys had a bet here, but we will give a quick mention to Exeter, obviously owned by some of the boys in the chat. Um, he actually ran a huge race last start without much luck behind Dance Dubai. He's on the quick backup, um, and he's been well supported into five dollar fifty second leg. Look, he's got to carry sixty two kilos, but it's a pretty compressed weight scale. Um, I'm telling you, he wouldn't have been. been he, I would. I was hoping they accepted in the Australian stakes. 
I don't think he's fast enough to. He's not. He probably can't win it. But what's the prize money finishing third or fourth in that race first winning? Hmm. It could be Chirathon. <laughs> well, at least he'll run twelve hundred meters. Yeah. <laughs> what's Especially on... if Western Empire and Superstorm scratch when it gets to a good three. What'd you make of Kentucky Casanova's? Fresh Ooh. performance. It was off three hundred days. It doesn't matter. Just I'm pulling it... his ta- I'm pulling his tail anyway. I didn't get a reply back <laughs> from the from the from the managing uh, director, so they, they can stick it. They can yep. Yeah. They <laughs> can up. <laughs> All right. In the last fifteen hundred meter benchmark seventy eight, uh, Nico number four Worsfold goes around for Nick Ryan and Blake Shin, and. He's come back a bit of a new horse's preparation. You're happy to back him? I think I'm going to back him, yeah. Um, I haven't completely decided, but if I'm going to have a bet, he's definitely the best horse in the race, and he's definitely better than Benchmark 78 grade. Um, yeah, he was a good horse when he was with Nick Smart, but he's got a Nick Ryan, and obviously they've put a bit of polish on him, and they've said they basically want to run him through the grade so the owners can cash in on a bit of prize money. You look at the race, and you've got... Victory Bay, second favourite, Wood to Myth. Elva done, shove over. Uh, it's a pretty deep tail in this race, so bearing, barring bad luck and uh, as long as he stays out of harm's way, he, he probably should be winning the last for the punters. Yep, beautiful. Just watch, just watch the market, though. Your market will be the biggest biggest key here if he just keeps firming. Mm. Well, there's every chance he could start 240. <laughs> They can just keep backing him. He's the last horse field. He's the last. He's going to be the last favourite of the day in Melbourne. Shin Ryan, flashy combo. Good horse, picket fence. These horses that might just keep getting tighter and tighter. He doesn't have to get to two forty. I just want to see him. If he stays around the same price, I'm probably going to back him. Fair enough. Beautiful. Full credit to me, but. Let's get to Sydney Rose Hill. Um, soft six out there somehow. I think they might have had a bit of rain. But, What's uh, the weather for the weekend up there? Nah, it's warm. It'll get back to a good track, I would imagine. Uh, Poor Forbidden Love. What is it? 31 degrees. Yeah, not great for Forbidden Love, but it's probably a good thing for some of these two-year-olds. How's um, it not a good thing for Forbidden Love? She probably goes better on the. She goes better yeah. on a wet track than a dry track. If, if it's oh wet. yeah, I, th- I thought you were saying goes better on a good track. No, no, no. No, oh, poor, poor forbidden love. Yeah. Poor, 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 yeah. crying. <laughs> Take another sip, Nick. Just, just, just the excuse book for her on Saturday when she turns it up again. We'll get to that race in a sec, but the first race we want to look at is the Canterbury Stakes. It is a Group Three. Is this just for boys? I believe so. Yep, it I is. I think so. Number one is King's Gambit, and he's probably, well, he is the number one seed for the two-year-old division right now. He's favourite in the Golden Slipper and in the Blue Diamond. I'm not sure if, which one he's going to go to. I'm, I'm leaning Golden Slipper. Is there any way he gets beat here? No. I don't think so. I would have been happy to back this. Um, I think the exacta horse is this, the Coolmore Colt. He's the brother to Exhilarates. Shinzo. Shinzo, yeah. It's one, two trials. I think it's the danger. It's the watch horse. Um, it's probably the unknown horse. Mm. 
Red Resistance got blessed last start, beating Steel City. No, I hope King's Gambit comes out and wins by four. I think that's a genuine chance. I really hope he is. I hope he's this star pin-up two-year-old that everyone... Like, I want him to have the target on his back. I want him to have a few links on horses and... Yeah, I watched I watched the replay the other day when you and I didn't we didn't make it to the races to see him live that no, day, but we were, we're on our we were on our way and we watched it at the car before we walked to the track and yeah. it's one of those things I've I've I don't normally regret much and it, this was one that I did regret because he <laughs> this is why she, I hate shitty didn't move this is why I hate missing the first race you got you got to be there for all because you never know what might happen and this is what happened. Look, gets James McDonald. The the figures of its um, debut win are pretty sexy. It was it wasn't a fast race to the six hundred by any means, but when it came home, six lengths above average under an absolute stranglehold, and it's probably just going to get the the perch in behind Red Resistance here. I think it should prove too good. And the recent trial, like this, ambled up under his own steam, like Don Corleone. Was given a few slaps with the whip. Asked for an effort. It's come out and monstered them last week. Yeah, you can. That's yeah. the only thing you can take. Like, look what Don Corleone did, and he was asked for an effort in the trial, and still wasn't taking any ground off him. Yeah. Trials aren't everything, coming. but I know they're not. Yeah, but it's, it's a small... King's King's Gambit hasn't been left let out of idle. Yeah, yeah, no, still got to sure. be worth something. I think that's the only measuring stick that you've got. Red Resistance, obviously, if it does run well, then race five, number 11, um, Steel City in the Widden Stakes, which is the Phillies division, um, she's currently $6. So that, that price could look decent if he does run well, given we think King's Gambit is indeed the king of the two-year-olds. Um, anything else before we get to race... I've got one in race seven. Um, no, nothing for me until race eight. eight. Yeah. Well, race seven is over twelve hundred meters. The benchmark eighty-eight. Um, I reckon Spacewalk will be coming here, and I reckon he probably is a bet here in Sydney. I thought he was pretty luckless last start, and I don't know. He gets in with fifty-one and a half kilos here. I thought he probably should have won last start, and if you look back through his form, like the second to. Buenos Noches when he actually beat him that horse then ran a placing in a Coolmore behind you know in secret and some of those other good horses he has run a couple seconds now he should have a win to his name at Flemington like that protest shouldn't have been upheld but oh my god why would you remind me of that (laughs) (laughs) but it was so yeah I don't necessarily subscribe to the fact that he's ungenuine or anything I think I'll be giving him another chance he's a little bit skinny at $2.20 $2.30 but I can see them back Dehorn Unicorn again Dehorn Unicorn had a $3.20 SP last start and it's $6 right now um, Spacewalk actually beats that uh, meets that horse better at the weights for beating it last start so that's a decent lean and J-Mac will always be popular on a, on a horse that's in winning form um, with Kalino there at $3 alright I say, I think we're going to butt heads here in the Group 2 Expressway Stakes. Um, the market has a race in three. Number nine, Golden Mile, is $2.20. Forbidden Love is $3.00. And you've got Maria Mia. 
last start winner at $5.50. Nico, I'll let you go first. I'm sticking with Golden Mile. Um, I think this horse is going to be best suited 1,200 metres first up. Um, as we touched on, Forbidden Love, she's she's a trial star. She's very much like Nature Strip. She looks, she, she's an absolute trial wizard. She looks so sexy. She does everything you want to see. She's flashy, coming off her seven-length beat, seven-length uh, whopping to Andermatt in the trial. Did you just compare Nature Strip to Forbidden Love? Oh, it was just an excuse to get his name in the podcast, I reckon. <laughs> no, they trial the same. They're sexy trialers. That's, yeah. that's what I meant, Wilbot. A lot of these leaders win their trials by a big well, Yeah, they look flashy. Um, but this is what she did last prep and she failed. And I also think she's a better horse on a wet track. She obviously didn't come up last preparation, but for me, at, at $3, she's well short. There, if she comes out, I've saved on her, and I'll I'll tell the punters what my betting play is. Um, but yeah, I think she's well short at the current quote. I'm going to back Golden Mile. I think he's, I think he's a good horse, and yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I, I would have been happy if they didn't extend the nominations because there's, there's more roadblocks in the way now. More problems in the race, more opportunities for things to go wrong. But look, I think Gold Mile's probably the best horse in the race, um, and yeah, got the best trucking on. I think he's an easy enough bet to have for me. I've, I've, so my betting strategy is I've backed this into. Um, oh, I'll let you go first, buddy. All right. Um, yeah, I'm disagreeing with Nico. I'm with Forbidden Love. I, I'm pretty keen on her as well. Um, I do agree that she's definitely a better horse on wet tracks, but she did run an absolute bottler in this race last year. She split overpass and animo. She had a $5.50 SP there. That stood up pretty well, given given animo, I think, was $2.30 favourite. Um, coming into that, she also trialled really well. She trialled along with Nature Strip. Um, and, yeah, I just think she's tickling, ticking along brilliantly. I think... Tickling. Possibly she could just be autumn only, and there's every chance. And at weight for age here, she I think she's one of the best weighted horses in Australia going around on Saturday. She's an 111 rater, and she gets in at weight for age 56 and a half kilos. You've got a horse like Pizarro, who's rated 81, has got to give her two kilos, and he's ten dollars on the fourth line of betting. I don't know. K Max probably not in the best form, but she draws barrier one. She's probably going to go straight to the front or sit right behind the leader and we know Rose Hill is often rails and run so I think she's going to be hard to beat Golden Mile I think his pet trip is 1400 metres um, he won on debut at 1200 but he just got over the line at Ballarat I'm not knocking him he still could be the best horse in this race but I think she's better suited first up 1200 metres coming off a flashy trial I think she might just be a little bit too speedy but we'll soon find out what's your betting yeah, but- play? You're a, ba- you're a brave man taking three dollars with K-Mac on after a disappointing preparation last prep. But full credit to you. If you're you're backing a horse who's coming back from sixteen hundred meters. Yeah, sixteen hundred back to twelve hundred first up's not an issue. He goes good fresh. He's one for one at the trip, albeit it was his first ever race start. But he's got a few less convictions and question marks to to his name than she does. But anyway, he's a fourteen hundred meter horse. 
Well, she might be gone. We'll soon see. Race 10 is the play I'm backing it into. Um, I've got a lot of time for this horse. I think he's pretty smart. His name is Think About It. Um, he's Not returned a good name for a horse. <laughs> no, he, he, there is, he doesn't think about it. I can assure you that. He's, he's a good horse. He's got a heart. Um, it was a very, very soft win first up, coming from the rear of the field, um, winning by a length and a half, but it was pretty soft at that. Super trial uh, in the lead up to that is unbeaten second up, unbeaten at the trip of thirteen fifty, and uh, he is a great play to finish the day. So I'm gonna so for your hundred dollar staking plan, I'm gonna have seventy five golden mile in to think about it. And I'm gonna have twenty five dollar saver on forbidden love in to think about it just in case. Huge. She couple, wants to show her show herself up again. Couple of doubles there. I'll just go back. One race, race nine, Rose Hill. Um, number two, Major Artie, looks in, looks a fantastic bet here, I thought. Um, the favourite is number four, Bold Mac. And look, that horse is going okay. I thought possibly there is a little bit of J-Mac tax on it. I thought the race it comes through isn't that great. And there was a, I don't know, there was kind of a lot Been going a Melbourne on. Melbourne form, Beaufort Park. Yeah, Beaufort Park <laughs> went up there and won the race. So that automatically Jeez. tells me... Jesus Christ. I'll just take the, the gay bot leader, thanks. He's now third up. He drops. He's dropping in weight from the 59.5 to the 57.5. He goes from Brenton Avdala to Dylan Gibbons, and he now gets the man of the stable, Tim Clark, in the saddle. And somehow he's not favourite. He is $3.80 second elect. And um, you know how good those gay bot horses go third up. I told you the yeah. stat the other week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He'll be full fitness now, and I think he's going to give him something real serious to run down. I don't think they're going to catch him. Rose Hill definitely suits him a lot more than the favourite, Bold Mac. Um, and, yeah, I think I think he can get away with this. It's a good little play from you there. I yeah. like it. All right, that's Sydney wrapped up. We've got anything else? Let's get um, into the actual yeah, no, racing. We're going we've got, to Cranbourne on no, Friday just night. No, just wait. Just wait. Just get settled down. we got one in the West. Huh. Race 8 at Ascot. How's the serenity? Should just be winning again. I think the danger's angelic miss. Yeah. The only... She's got to give him five kilos. That's probably the that's, only reason. That's the only thing, but... I know yeah. weight stop trains. Weight stops trains, but she's absolutely flying. Yeah. And if, as... you, if, if you want another incentive to cheer for her late on a Saturday night, cheer for her because it's Dean Lester's horse, so... Yeah, well said. Um, yeah, obviously the she does got to carry the weight, and that's probably why we're still getting. Well, she's two dollars fifty on bet three six five, which is. I think that's a good price. It's a, it's a decent price given she's bolted in her last two starts. It's just she's starting to creep up in the weights a little bit, but it's not as prevalent in the sprinting division we know. So, yeah, the other the other race to have a quick look at over in the west is race two. Um, My Ballon May returns for Patrick Carberry is a dollar sixty. Has a decent horse to beat in Street Parade. Um, it looks like they're going to duke it out. My Bellamy is probably a better horse, but Street Parade, we know, is pretty handy on his day. All right, Bot, stage is yours. Yeah, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Um, we're going to go... Turn it up. We're going to go to Cranbourne for some actually decent racing. We're going to go to race three at Cranbourne. Any zoo will do. Um, at suit, uh, unsuited on an on-pace night, Moody Valley ran 12th fastest last 200, 9th fastest last 100. 
in, in massively inferior lanes um, on debut. Trialled up enormous um, before resuming and can lead with Linda on and will improve drastically. I reckon it should start favouring it. I don't know what the market does with it. What are you, first what are you watching? Yeah. Linda's Linda. not on it. Merton's is on it to start with. Well, it must have changed. It was Linda was on it before. And oh, for starters, she's... it's not going to win. It won't beat Irish cricket. That's my Friday fill-up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, there's been a uh, jockey change, but whatever. I don't that, has to, that has to dint your confidence a little bit, Wilma, surely. No. And then uh, <laughs> race number eight, the last. Um, if Mrs. Chrissy doesn't start D-Pods on, I'll give up. Um, massive, tra- massive track and trip figures unsuited last prep. I uh, went too fast on wet tracks and inferior ground. Um, last start, transferred from P. Rock, Roke, to Kieran Ma, Dave Eustace. That's probably like 25 lengths. And then, <laughs> I don't even, no offense to him, but I don't, I don't even know who he is. Um, jumps, crosses, leads, wins, marked a dollar forty. Um, they're betting 220 or something. And then the other one I, I liked was at Kilmore, race two. Um, Doughboy Hollow gets there. I'm taking on um, the short price Waller horse. Um, it's called Ivan, something Ivan. Ivan Zero. Yeah, Ivan Zero. Um, taking it on. Doughboy Hollow gets complete control. Gay's going 10.5% profit on turnover. Last 100 races. Gets a good track finally after racing on heavy tracks. Last preparation. Trailed up enormous at Flemington. Uh, and then favours, um, yeah, and then favours over short price favourite with the with the tri- tricky map um, added on pace suited track. So yeah, I thought it was a good bet at the price. Right. Nico, do you I want to tell us why? Of... Yeah, tell us you're you're on the lorry thinking race three. You're against bot. All the reasons. Yeah, I'm on right? Irish cricket. I think this is the reason Malum is going to ride. Um, I thought he was okay first up. He's only. Nosed out when Wiz rode him, beat him just less than a length. Gold Revolver come out and then won um, at about 17 to 1 in the straight race on Rapid Racing Day. So that was a 64 from memory. So uh, winning form has come out of that. Draws nicely um, from in barrier 6. And yeah, Malum's flying at the moment, so I'm happy to happy to back his horse's ability is going to be in front with a better rider than Will Bots any uh, any zoo will do he might need to go to the zoo after he turns it up tomorrow night <laughs> and then we're going across to the Apple Isle for a couple of good races if the punters haven't cast their eye over race 5 is the rematch that beckons between Duncal and Soul Choice um, Duncal no rematch <laughs> No, there's no match. <laughs> no, I think Duncan will win again, and he's and as he should, he gets he gets uh, helped a lot of the weights by four and a half kilos, I think it is, from last start. Um, he probably should be beating her again, but I have taken. I think Soul Choice will run no worse than second, and I think you get about a dollar sixty-five in the place on Bet Three Six Five. So I think dollar sixty-five for her to run. One two, then him to win at a dollar thirty five is a better bet. And we'll go to race seven, which is the other good race of the night. Interesting, Harry Coffey's on the favourite Ballo Bow, but I think um, the second elect in the market, Rebel Factor, who I'm also going to make 
a second Friday fill-up, so usually what happens, we have one Friday fill-up and it gets scratched, so surely we can't be that unlucky and have two <laughs> of them scratch. Um, Rebel Facto, he's a proper horse, this bloke. I hope they bring him over to Melbourne because he'll be very competitive in whatever he runs in. He was only beaten half a length by the inevitable last start, and that's clear superior form to anything Bellow Bow wants to serve up against his own age group. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I think Rebel Factor is also a bet at $3.80 in race 7 at Launceston. So, a couple of good little jewels. Um, it's an interesting map there because they're drawn 11 and 12 and they're both kind of That's why you're getting horses. a price. Mm. And you got the the old boy, Turk Warrior, who... I don't know. I can't tell if he's in the chair or not. He is. He, felt, he beat bloody Emily last start and she was beaten by Eda Flemington. Yeah. Last Sunday, so yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm back in a That's a long way. I think she ran dead last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. All right, that's it for your Friday fill-ups. I've got a couple internationals. Um, racing in New Zealand at Trentham on Saturday, there's the Group 1 uh, Thorndon Mile. It's a pretty good race. There's three chances. It is number four, the Creek, $2.30 favourite. Sharp and Smart is $4.40 second elect. And then you've also got Coventina Bay is $5. Um, this is a real interesting one because the Creek is probably, you'd probably say she is the best horse. She had a, a massive SP of $1.85 and an Empire Rose. And Look, she probably was a little bit disappointing, although not beaten that far. She's got to carry 56 kilos under this scale, and Sharp and Smart actually gets in with 53.5. So that's a 2.5 kilo swing, but given the mare's allowance for usual weight for age, it's a little bit more. Obviously, he's still a three-year-old, but yeah, I I think she does deserve to be favourite, and I probably will end up backing her. Um She's probably the one at 1,600 metres with just more of a devastating dash and turn of foot, whereas he will he does look more and more of a stayer every time he steps out um, with each preparation he's had. So I'll probably be back in the creek, but, yeah, still just need to do that race a little bit more. Um, and then we go over to Hong Kong. Gee, it's a big day. Um this, they're it's irrelevant. Is... It's irrelevant now. You know they've handed the race to Golden Sixty. <laughs> why? Why on earth? James McDonald's not riding Romantic Warrior. I've got no idea. Well, I do know. They're, I know why that that he's not riding because they're loyal. But seriously, the horse has improved and only gotten to this level the last two starts because he's had the world's best jockey on him. Mm. And you want to put bloody Karis Tate and be lucky to get a full book of rides in Melbourne or Sydney? Like seriously, turn it up. Yeah, there is a bit of loyalty going on there. We speak of race seven. There's the Stewards Cup over 1,600 metres. We see the big three go at it. Number one, Golden 60. Number two, Romantic Warrior. Um, and then number three, California Spangle. We know California Spangle will lead, and he'll have his supporters again. But I do think the two He's a massive chances, hole, surely. Yeah, if I priced it up, I think I'd have Golden 60... Probably 220. I'd have Romantic Warrior 260, and then I've had California Spangle closer to four dollars. I think that's probably what my market would be. Um, I'm sticking with the champ. Um, he's now third up, he'll be peaking fitness. Uh, I don't think there was anything wrong with his run last start, it was probably a little bit flat, but just the way the race shape turned out, Hugh Bowman went to make that big that uh, mid race move and. 
and he kind of just got caught napping a little bit. He took a little bit longer to wind up, but I think he can make amends here. He's still the king of Hong Kong until proven otherwise, and I can't believe he's on the third line of betting here. Um, That's so What did he SP? He's, he SP'd $1.50 last start. Now you can get $3 about him in a seven-horse field, which seems pretty crazy. Um, I'm with him, but I will probably just save my stake on Romantic Warrior. This horse's numbers in the Hong Kong Cup are absolutely massive. Um, he is dropping back to 1,600 metres, and he does lose James McDonald, as Nico touched on. So those are the big knocks. And then you've got California Spangle, who will be up on speed. But California Spangle and Golden 60 have met three times now. Golden 60 has beaten him comfortably twice. Um, oh, actually, first time beating comfortably. Second time, California Spangle had an absolute birthday in front, and Golden 60 still beat him. And then last start, I just think, the race shape suited California Spangle a lot more. Um, and Golden 60 was also second up. So third up, I'm with the champ, saving Romantic Warrior. And then in race nine, the Hong Kong Classic Mile, this is the first leg of the three-year-old series. They've got a race at 1,600 metres, a race at 1,800 metres, and a race at 2,000 metres. Um, obviously, the last season, this, this series was dominated by Romantic Warrior and California Spangle. It was 2-1 Romantic Warrior. These horses definitely aren't as good, but there's there's pretty good field that's assembled. Um, the favourite is Packing Treadmill for Zach Pert, number three. But I'm actually going to tip number two, Keefe, on top. Um, we've been with this horse a few times, his preparation, and we were against him last start, but only because he carried the 61.5 kilos. Uh, sorry, it was just 61. He ambled up to him like he was going to win easily, but the weight sort of just told in the end, and Packing Treadmill got away with it. He now gets a massive... So last start, Keefe carried 61. Packing Treadmill carried 55. They now carry 57 apiece. So that's a five kilo weight swing back in the favour of Keefe. Um, it is Sylvester D'Souza versus Purton, but Keefe's maps for the absolute perfect run from seven here. It'll be up on speed. And I just think back to that win two starts back where he absolutely bolted in three and a half lengths. I think he's the number one seed over sixteen hundred meters, and I'll be backing him accordingly. He's five dollars, so there's a bit of value around that. I reckon. It's huge. All right, that's it. Any other bets anywhere? No. I don't uh, podcast we'll do... multi. <clears throat> podcast multi, and then we've got a couple of questions. Mrs. Chrissy, moral. I've launched it. How many I've had units? A big bet. Like seven. Poof. I've had huge. a proper bet. I think it's a moral. All right. Mrs. Chrissy is the first leg of the multi race eight Cranmer. No chance of it being scratched. It's not a dual accept or anything. I don't think so. No. Jumps, leads, wins. Moral. It's a dollar forty chance. They're betting two dollars. Serious. Oh, take note, partners, because when bot says something, they'll start odds on. It usually does start odds on. Uh, Nico, give us a leg of the multi. Race four, Moody Valley command approved. Wow, huge. Um, you left me with a fair bit to work with here. Don't even think about putting for bid love in it. Put Golden take, 60 on Saturday. Take, That's a good idea. Do Golden 60. Take the, the, the coward's way out and go King's Gambit. No, I won't do that. <laughs> no, I'll do that. That's a good idea. Do that. We'll put Novak in at $1.24 <laughs> or whatever as well. Just add some extra fat. You reckon? I reckon I was I was gonna say something at a bit better. Price. No, hold on. 
We're putting on Bet365. You can get a boost anyway. What's King's Gambit? He's like a dollar sixty-six. Funners. He's like a dollar sixty-six or something. Hold on. Dollar sixty-six. Absolutely, put that in. That's a dead tech gift. Wait, what's your one race for? Command approved. Command approved. Yeah. All right, screw it. I'll do it. We'll go King's Gambit as the other lock. He does. He does look a lock. So I'm already going to pencil that one in as a W. Look, I think if you want a bit more value, I thought the other real good bet on the card is Race Nine Rose Hill Number Two Majority, but screw it. Let's get a podcast multi over the line. All right, let's get into some questions and then we'll wrap up. Um, We've actually got a few questions this week. Good to see the punters have jumped out of their little graves after a little <laughs> fill up and they're back. Hey? You've got a spring in your step as well after a win. Come I'm coming. I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm coming off. For, I'm going to spring in my step because I'm back. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of that. That's why. I reckon there's a bit of both. I've got a spring in my step when I've had a loss, let alone a win. Oof. Some some of those podcasts towards the back of last year were starting to get a bit dark. I'm starting to worry about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Oh, I heard the bashing when I was away. Don't worry. Depresso. Nespresso. <laughs> All right. Nick Tomazo says, what sources do you use uh, to do your research pre-race day? Um well, obviously, punting form is what I punting use form. just for statistics, but a big Racing.com and tab. Yeah, for race replays, it's obviously racing.com for Victoria. Racing New South Wales app, get the app. Um, it goes pretty well for everything Sydney. And then for like Queensland, they've got the Racing Queensland website. You can look up there. And then Perth, I think it's like the WA Rawa? Racing. Yeah, Rawa Multimedia or something. So those are... Yeah, just a couple of websites you can look at for info. But do you want to just quickly explain, you, you use a mix of um, punting form and GDX? Yeah, I use GDX. It's a it's a bit different. It's, it's, um, it's got a, like, it's, I guess it's sectionals, form, and heaps of other stuff sort of all intertwined, and it's and, and it puts, puts it all into one specific number. And then I also use punting form sectional database as well. Um, um, more so as a as a guide to see horses that are suited versus unsuited um, in the race shape and, and all that sort of stuff and help get my maps right and all that sort of stuff so um, yeah I use both I guess if you want to take it sort of seriously then it's a good idea I think it's yep. worth it I think something I might look into eventually mm. Alex Gresh Mason says Animo or Nature Strip Bit of a question without context, but what um, does he mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll reshape the question and say, who would have you rather owned over the, their careers and going forward, Animo or Nature Strip? Well, I'd, I'd rather own Animo because that would mean I'm a sheik and I've had lots of money. <laughs> True, but you, I don't you, know. You, Depends. No, they've, both got, they've both got their perks. From from a financial from a financial point, obviously Animo is a no brainer because he's worth a hundred million. <clears throat> but from a from a racing fan point of view, anything can go lot, wrong before um, they get to start. You, you can't just well, bank your money in just yet. Yeah, but I'm just saying what he's worth. Mm. Nature Trip won an Everest, and he's also been what Nature Trip's been the best sprinter in the world. So two, two look, years in a row, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depends. It's a hard one. They both got their perks. 
Probably still Animo for the cash and the Cox Plate win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Both give off a lot of big dick energy. That's all that matters, probably. Yeah, Joshua Wine says, how good is Star Patrol? What's his limit? I think he's right borderline on that Group 1 sort of level. He's definitely Group 1 handicap level, so I think the Oakley Plate looks a really good race for him. What do we think? I think the new market looks better for him. I don't know what's going on in the True. new market, but I think... There's- there's not much top top talent at the moment. No, like not. Nature Strip's sort of on the way out. Eduardo's on the way out. Mask Crusader's gone. Um, and we got uh, Snapper. Shut up. <laughs> um, what's that other thing? Lost and Running. Lost yeah. and Running. He's probably the best. I don't know. If no, if Nature Strip's actually gone, gone, then Lost and Running's the best um, sprinter. Then and Mazu. Is good thereabouts as well, but I, but I doubt master. they go to the new market. So he probably just about favourite for the new market, and he's a straight horse. He doesn't like he he'll never be a Mooney Valley Caulfield horse. He's always going to be a um, a Flemington horse, and he's half blessed with um, everything being run at um, Sandown this this year. So yeah, for sure. Seventeen bucks. How, how, how good? Oakley, snap it up. Oakley play. He's seventeen dollars to win the new market. Yes. Shit. I put okay. the bet out. Go on. Go on back oh, it. Okay. He's not even in the market for the Oakley Plate. No, he is on some apps. Yeah, on but some years. I've taken 15's Oakley Plate and 17's Newmarket. I backed King's Gambit into uh, into him on Saturday. King's yeah. Gambit to win Saturday into him on, for the Oakley Plate. Beautiful. So King's true. Gambit loses and the price will be gone. <laughs> King's Gambit will not lose. No, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, Luke.f.cousin says, Will Sicaro, this is one for you, <laughs> Bot, because I don't look at these races at all. Will Sicaro win the Birdsville slash Darwin Cup double? Huge run first up today. Um, it's Sicaro, it's, wasn't it's, that, was that ex Paddy Payne? Or was it still? Wasn't it Godolphin? I don't know. Wasn't it Archie Alexander? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's maybe. right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Archie Alexander. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah, it was blue colours, but um, it ran in a good race one day, I think. But, um, yeah, yeah. They'll it's probably get. They'll probably prep it up Sorry. for the King Island King Island Cup. The what do they call it? The Miners Rest Cup. Probably it's probably where we'll go next year. It's, it's not a vic- not a victory. Well, Luke wants to know about the Birdsville Darwin Cup double. So I would never know. I wouldn't know. I, mate. I, would, I would have no idea either. All I know about Darwin <laughs> is they call it a turf club and they race on dirt. So <laughs> that's how backward they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evan um, underscore. Harop or Harop says, when is the right time to increase your unit size? Um, oh, it's a pretty good question. It's also a question with no real strict answer. I would say once your bank account starts to fill up a little bit more, you can probably start to afford to lose. You know, it's, it's all about what you're comfortable. Every time you go have a bet, you got to say to yourself, am I comfortable with losing this amount? Um, today, because there were some good horses back, I probably increased my unit size not not my unit size, but my amount of units, a few times, just because there were a few good horses back, and you know, if if I'm betting on a good horse and they kind of go down, I have less regret regrets than if I'm betting on average horses and and they go down. That's probably my theory. Anyone else? They all pay the same. Yeah, it's not that's not boss theory, but it's my. Shut theory. up, bot. That's not the case. Um, yeah, just. Obviously, it's one of those things. You just got to just monitor how you're going and stuff. You don't need to start upping and dumping all your bullets out now. Just, just keep holding your fire for a little bit longer. 
If you're winning, there's no probably harm in it, but the good horses that aren't just back yet. Just because there's yeah. a couple of them in the form guide doesn't mean they're all back yet. I think it's all just about finding your niche. Like I, yeah. I tend to increase my units and my unit size heading towards carnival time because I find I'm better at punting on like the better races with more exposed form and I'm better at picking value in group races where maybe Bot finds angles in out wide joints because he's a weirdo. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I find ben Wilson says, <laughs> Queen's, Queen Elizabeth Futures. Who we got on top in the Queen Elizabeth? Animo is still mm-hmm. number one pick, isn't he? What about yeah, that, that other thing that was um the Mike oh, Moroni thing? Yeah, that thing. That's a good horse. Alan Kerr. Yeah, he loves it's a wet track. He's also going to have to come here and settle. And, and it's got to be stuff. trained by Moroni too. Yeah. Like, why would you not just give it to CMR and win a couple of group races? With it? I don't know. Maybe they had like a... Mike bought it. That's why. That's weird. That's a lot of money. I didn't think he had that much money. Snapper paying the bills, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bloke did have a little period there where he didn't have a loser. Oh, he also ran second in the Melbourne Cup with Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, a, sure. with an absolute average horse. <laughs> that was a I backed, I backed Emissary in like a like a it was like a, a race. I backed him in the Geelong Cup. No, yeah, you know, I backed did you actually I think he, he won that, the didn't he? Cup. Yeah, he won the Geelong Cup. Yeah. yeah. There's another start where he should have won and didn't. Yeah, I backed him a start before that at like twelve dollars, yeah. and then he then he won the Geelong Cup and then ran second in the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. <laughs> and he All went right. backwards when I backed him. The last question of the day is from the King of Officer. Says the best horse to watch for the autumn. I don't know. Best horse to watch. You're an in secret boy. Oh yeah, well, she's going to be the best sprinter in Australia, but <clears throat> by then, by spring next year, this year, um, outside of her, Af Cabin. Yeah, huge blue jackets. He's got the blue, blue jackets hand. for Nico. Chic I'm going to stick with the obvious and just say I'm thunderstruck and alligator blood. I think they're two really proper horses and I think they'll win the CF All Stakes I think they'll win the Futurity and I also think one of them will win the All Star Mile so bang 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 I reckon they'll win all three either or, either one of them I think Thunder will win the All and then the other have you, have you combo betted that yet or not? not yet you're going to have to now after you've said that yeah I, I will after I'll... the after the at 9.17 on the 26th of the first Australia day after a fill up you cannot say all three are going to win I declared that I'm Thunderstruck will win the all I'm Thunderstruck or Alligator Blood will win the Futurity and I'm Thunderstruck or Alligator Blood will win the all star mile there you go punters I'm not telling Huge. you that much the market doesn't know but they're like five $5 $6 in some of those races so there's enough value there but they all pay races. the same don't they bot that's right Back to winning, back in winners at Hanging Rock today. That was my highlight of the day. Hanging Rock Cup, <laughs> highlight of the day. You should have gone. Yeah, I was half thinking about it actually. Was Some bookie pilot. would have literally been eating noodles after you destroyed him with Battleton's plunge. Yeah, five into two thirty. What a go! You would have said, you would have said, you're that bloke on Twitter that created this. <laughs> Shut up, Blanco Junior. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's cut it there, Huge. just over an hour, which is good. We'll let the punters enjoy the rest of their long weekend. Um, 
yeah, obviously the good horses aren't too far away. We saw a little bit of a taste of it today. So good luck on the punt this week, and we'll be back next week. And then in two weeks' time, we've got the first group one of the season in the Cedar So good luck. Catch you soon. Cheers. See ya. See ya. As far as I know, you need me the most Now I'm not on the inside anymore You talk but at the same time, saying nothing Now all I see is daylight, when you're gone If you don't wanna say goodbye, say goodbye Say nothing, say nothing No running back, running back Such a mess